Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast. This is episode 49, so just one episode away from the 50th episode extravaganza. I'm really building that up. <laughs> uh, I'm delighted to say I'm joined again by my friend Matt. Hiya, mate. How's it going? Welcome back from your travels, good sir. Well, you've been on secret assignment. Secret nudge, assignment. Nudge, <laughs> nudge, nudge, nudge. No, no, one, no one knows. Top secret. Are you well? Oh, just you know, I'm, of course I'm well. I mean, how are you not going to be well after what what we've what we've got to look forward to in the next two and a half weeks? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you know the thing I'm enjoying most about us making the Champions League final? Go on. There is absolutely no way that Dan was able to send me a season over text. Of oh, course, yeah, he can do it. Can he? No, stuck in your drafts, old boy. <laughs> awesome. I can, I can imagine that's not the only thing that's stuck in people's drafts. I'm wondering whether the old St. Tottenham things from the Arsenal fans, they've obviously been in drafts for three years, haven't they? You know, But that's that's irrelevant really to us now. I mean, that's their thing. They can lean out of cars and their players lean out of cars and celebrate. I mean, it's not really that relevant to us anymore, is it? This, uh, this my, way? my understanding is from uh, looking back over the season... North London was red for about forty-eight hours yeah. until did, did, we all played again. Didn't they celebrate it as well? That was yeah. the, that's the highlight of their season. That wasn't it being yeah. above us for forty-eight hours. That was that was very West Ham. That was <laughs> very was, um, very strange. You, you kind of like when West Ham beat us and they celebrate. I kind of go, yeah, enjoy it. Seriously, yeah. enjoy it because I know You've got nothing else. <laughs> well, I remember when we were crap and we'd get a result against Arsenal and I would celebrate like it was winning a trophy. It yeah, was like, yes, yeah. we've done one it on was them. The, it was the highlight of our season. Literally the only highlight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when West Ham beat us, I was kinda of like, Do you know what? Yeah, enjoy it. I know yeah, I know how that feels. When you got nothing else, you know, that that feels good. Well done. Yeah. Um but the one Arsenal we talked about it at the time. When they beat us this season and like went nuts, it was that was strange. That Crazy. was kind of like, wow, that's the first real thing for me. That, yeah, this has changed. This is now a big, big deal to you. <laughs> do, do, you do, you remember, do you remember that there was the videos of their, their dressing room after the game? Yeah. And yeah. it was it was on a par with a team reaching yeah. the, the final of a Champions League, which obviously they're not going to be anywhere near, uh, you know. But No, uh, no. They, they have made the final of the yeah, Europa League. I know that. Know, There's um, a chance for them. Well, it's kind of like... You know Chelsea versus Arsenal in the final of a, of anything really. As a as a Spurs fan, it's kind of like ah, which do I want, diphtheria or gonorrhea? Hmm, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Which one do I prefer? Do you have? Uh, it's difficult because there are reasons why I dislike both clubs. Mm. But I gotta be honest with you. I suppose I'd rather Chelsea win because they're already in the Champions League. They've qualified. And that would mean that Arsenal spend another season in Europa. Oh, absolutely! I mean, if Arsenal were to win, then it makes it, it definitely makes uh, um, the uh, Arsenal fan TV less entertaining yeah. next year. Whereas if they're oh, in the yeah. if they're in the Europa League again, then it just you know it's, it's another reason to to to, to watch the clips yeah, next season. True. And, and, I, and I feel for them because they make bloody good money out of their club's misery. So <laughs> if their club starts winning stuff again, how are, they, how are these guys going to afford to keep? Doing what they're doing. It's yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Do you know? Uh, I, was, yeah. I was going to ask you, Sam. If you, um, yeah. if you kind of rewind yourself back five years, imagine yourself, yourself five years ago. Yeah. And you kind of visit yourself, mm. your 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 present person. You visit yourself in five years. And say, right, I can tell you what. In five years' time, there's going to be an all English, uh, uh, European. Both finals are going to be all English. Yeah. You'll have Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, and Liverpool in it. Yeah. What 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 do you think? Where do you see Spurs being in it? Would you have any? Would any of your thoughts entertain the fact that we'd be one of the Champions League finalists? No, five, no, me neither. Five, five five years ago, I'd have been like, oh wow, us and Arsenal in the Europa League final. Yeah, be, because I'd have thought we'd have battled to get to the final, and they'd have dropped down from the Champions League after getting spanked by their group as per usual. Yeah, absolutely. And we'd fight in the Europa League in Chelsea and Liverpool with their rivalry. Would yeah, I, I think five years ago, I'd I'd have laughed at the notion. I I think five months ago, I would have laughed. <laughs> At the notion, um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I, I don't know. It's 
how many how many how many times come on I'll be honest right and I'll I'll tell you approximately but how many times have you seen watched that winning goal that Lucas Moore goal now oh god um, I, I mean there's hundreds I don't I, I think I might be as well I don't <laughs> want to admit this come on man people are listening to us right now <laughs> do, do you know what do you know why I keep doing it and I and this this sounds absolutely nuts right I genuinely it sounds nuts right because you don't believe it happened. no. I keep watching it, right? And even now, I watched it this morning, yeah. Sam. I woke up the morning, got, got the kids to school, yeah. put it on, and I'm like, yeah. I'm looking, watching the last minute. I'm seeing their goalkeeper yeah. waste all that time. I'm like, yeah. have we, did we score? There wasn't enough yeah. time. And, and I'm like, I, I don't believe it. I'm going to need to physically see it again. And it's yep. insane, isn't it, that I think that? Because I know that we've done it. But I, I, I have to keep assure, reassuring myself that we did it. That, that, there... that we there is something very uh, Tottenham about us, all of us as fans, just watching it again, going, that doesn't happen to us. No, it We're, really doesn't. We are the team that concedes the goal in the 95th minute to lead. We're the team that, you know, uh, uh, hits the bar. You know, when Thongan's header hit the bar, when that ball landed on uh, Lorente's head and it went over... Head of his like, head, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was us. That's that's Tottenham. That that's the kind of we fought back, plucky, you know, we lost, but what an effort. So I'd kind of gone into this Oh, I'm accepting it. Okay, alright, you know, at least we made it a bloody good game in the second half, you know, well done lads. You know, I think I actually can beat Liverpool in the final, so I'll feel a bit better. You know, genuinely I was kind of going through all of that. And then Sissoko does an up and under a la Wimbledon of the 80s and 90s. Lorente wins it, Delhi gets it, and then Lucas Moura scores. I lost my shit. Oh, God. Because I didn't know how to react to that. It just, that never, ever happens for Tottenham. I just I, I sat there crying, Sam. I just I, just cried. I, I just sat there and cried. I couldn't stop just, crying. What what? Just as a release of, I just couldn't believe it. And then, like you, I've watched it so many times. I think I've put in our little Spurs chat with everybody. Yeah, just watching it again. <laughs> just watching it again. And uh, yeah, I've just watched that last minute again. Um, my my daughter commented, "You watching that again?" I was like, "Yep." That's my wife yep, complaining. Yep. So so. She said to me, "Why? What you've seen it? You've heard the reaction every time." I said, "Yeah," and I still don't believe it. I still, <laughs> I still every day need to wake up just check. Yeah, it did happen. Yeah, it did right, happen. Okay. Yeah. You know, I I kept putting out tweets from our um at Spurs nineteen sixty one on Twitter. Go give us a follow. I kept putting tweets out basically every day, like this is just a daily reminder. We're in the Champions League final because I swear I'm not the only person going. Nah, didn't happen. Nah, it's like a group hallucination, mate. <laughs> do you know? Um, do you know? Do you know, do you find as well because because you're watching it so many times that you're noticing things every time you watch it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, one of the things I didn't notice until recently was um, uh, Jermaine Jenis kind of... Crying. Pulling away from the camera. Yeah. Because you could hear him celebrating, and this kind of just almost sounds like he's choking. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> he, he, um, he stood up, apparently, and just went nuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was insane, which, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and the other guy's like saying... See, I know this word for word. You know, I've got Jermaine Genus alongside me who wore the white of Tottenham with pride for so many years. See, I know it word for word. That's bad, isn't it? That's really bad. Yeah. Um. I, I think that this moment is going to live on in our history for a long time. But I'm hoping that come the, the morning of the 2nd of June, we have a moment that we're going to talk about for the rest of our lives. Because oh, man. It's, it's a one game. It's just a one game, one hit. We've got the ability, but so they. It's just. I mean, it's fifty-fifty. Yeah. It's, it's a game. It's a one-off game. Can, can uh, you I, can you imagine, Sam, as well? Right. So, like, as most of us, I mean, no matter where you live in the country, you know Liverpool fans, don't you? You don't have to live yeah. in Liverpool. In actual fact, the more south you go, probably the more Liverpool fans you you, you know. Yeah, possibly. You know? Yeah. But it's almost like if if we win, okay, then every time. They, we hear the word in Istanbul. We can just instantly counter with Madrid. the word Madrid, and it will shut the conversation uh, up. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I can't even entertain the thought of us winning at the moment. I, I don't think my brain can handle the idea of it. It just, it's almost again this kind of deep-seated Tottenham in me that's going right. Okay, we made the final. Well done. Yes, yeah, that's, that's well amazing. Done. <laughs> and it's going to be a one-off game, and you know anyone can win it. 
but don't get your hopes up, all right? Yeah. Don't you know? Don't yeah. don't go too far. Don't you know? Just let just let the game. The, what will be will be. You know, if we win, and then my brain just goes, nah, what? No, don't compute. No, I can't can't get my head around it. I mean, I'm still partly convinced that if we win the game just before they hand the trophy to Hugo Lloris, North Korea is going to blow the world up or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, exactly. It, just, like, it, can't, it can't possibly happen for us. <laughs> it can't. I, you know, but there's so many stupid things going through my mind. I'm like, does that mean we'll get a little star on our badge if we win it for of next course. season's Champions League? Yeah. That means we'll be the top-ranked team going into the draw next year. What the f- <laughs> I just no. it just doesn't it doesn't no. make sense, does I it? It's can't, just... <laughs> I can't get my head around it. And there's just so many things and the the thing from the Ajax game at the end of that game that probably uh, sent me from utter running around just not knowing what to do with myself to just sitting there and taking stop was watching our manager just break down. That yeah, was yeah. that was kind of Yeah, yeah that, that was kind of a tough moment to watch actually that was kind of like wow that yeah, yeah, yeah. that it means a lot <laughs> well the, the thing is he's he's basically now he, he's employable for life now isn't he you know well, if you if you imagine like you know we haven't signed a single player in the last two transfer windows no. you know we was i mean the, the people who are saying this are more of a laughing stock than the than the, than what they're actually saying, but you know we were accused of being a laughing stock. You know this season, yeah. incredible, isn't it? A team that yeah. reached the Champions League final is a laughing stock, but apparently yeah. that's what we were. But I mean, you you look at what he's done this season. We we, we we've qualified for the Champions League. We we played at Wembley, and it was a not like I've said this before. It's not. It wasn't a toxic atmosphere, but it wasn't no, right it was, there. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't right. Good. And 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 to to do what he's done. Yeah, he's basically he can just. I mean, look, you can walk into any job now, like you know, in the world. And yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean, I think his emo. I mean, he wears his heart on his sleeve. You know, the sort of Latin temperament. But I think the emotion release was just it, the last minute goal always has that emotional burst. All of us know that. Even if it's like a last minute equaliser in a game we probably should have won, it's still you still celebrate like you've won something. Mm. To, to score a like a last second goal in a game of that importance, um, I I can't even imagine. I mean, the emotion for me was unreal. I can't even imagine what it must have felt like for him. Yeah. Uh, and sort of hugging his son, you know, who's the sports scientist with the first team, just in tears. I, yeah, I can't imagine what that was like. And when he did his post-match interview, the minute he went to thank his family, he went again. And I was like, oh, don't do it to me. Don't know. <laughs> you sent me off no. again. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, Mopo. Don't do it. <laughs> do, do you know? Um, do you know what I love as well, Sam? You know, I know you yeah. said that it was in the final seconds, and I know they did. Um, they did play a sort of extra minute and a half, and Lamella yeah. nearly got us in trouble, didn't they? But uh, yeah, <laughs> the less we talk about that, the better. I think he got away yeah. with that. But I do love, and there's been so many videos and stuff going around on social media. But I do love that that one in the in the pub in in Amsterdam with all the yeah. Ajax fans, and they were they counted out from ten, yeah. and then they, they get to one, don't they? They're like, yeah, oh. we score. And, like, yeah. oh, and it's just that kind of, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, what the hell happened? We were counting down. We were so happy. Yeah, How in the hell did that happen? This is Tottenham. Come on. We had this. Come on, boys. It's Tottenham. I mean, oh, I, I, I know somebody went out there and, you know, 2-0 down at halftime, not playing well. Um, but he said it was a party atmosphere. All yeah. of their fans were basically celebrating and they, the, the PA system were playing songs they were all singing along to him, you know, like uh, basically like they'd won the game. And he said there was a he said there was a few people there he didn't know who were there sat with him, and they just went, "There's no way in hell we're just gonna roll over." And he was like, "Oh, I don't know." And he's like, "No," mm. said, "There's no way in hell they're gonna hear all of this and just roll over." And we said it was something, and I, I never picked up watching it on TV. But he said when the team came back out, he said they were, vis- you know, you could visibly see they were fired up. Yeah. He said and the person who was most fired up, and you did see it on TV, is Danny Rose. Mm. He said not only did he come out basically talking to everybody, he was there shouting down the tunnel for Ajax to get back on the pitch. Yeah. He's like, it was like, right, this is it, come on. <laughs> and well, he that... said, in just from that moment on, he had this belief we were going to fight back. He, he said he never believed in a million years we were going to win. Yeah, <laughs> but sure. He, he was convinced in that second half, them celebrating like they'd won the thing was enough that we'd kick on. And 
you know, there's there's a lot of talk now about, you know, Larice spoke, uh, Harry Kane appeared and spoke to a few. Um, Richie obviously said a few words about, is this how you want to be remembered? Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, Danny Rose came out like a screaming banshee in the second half. I, I like I like Danny Rose. They, they played, one of the songs they played was that, because I remember t- uh, listening to it uh, as they were coming out, that Three Little Birds song by uh, Bob yeah. Marley, you know, Don't Worry About a Thing, and there's all singing. Yeah. And, and, and I, 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 lo- I love... You know, I love Danny Rose's attitude, and I, I know you've. You know, we always talk about your kind of, you know, your your, your thoughts yeah. to him. But I know you've. You know, now you've. You know, he's been quite open about uh, yeah. his his kind of um, the struggles. problems he's had, yeah. he struggles. Yeah, that you appreciate. Yeah. That you know, but I, 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 I that that kind of um, that attitude is what wins us games. And and you know, Trippy was talking about Kane coming in at halftime yeah. and giving him all a rollicking. You know, which yeah. is fantastic. But I was going to say to you, Sam, I don't know if you, again another another story I heard on. Um, on, I think it was on one of the talks, uh, one of the radio, uh, sports radio yeah. channels. It, it trumped my Barcelona story, and I was so relieved to hear it. And I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if this is one you heard, right? yeah. but it made me feel so much better about Barcelona. So this this guy has gone to Amsterdam, yeah. uh, and he's basically got absolutely hammered during the day, which yep. is what I did at Barcelona. Yep. <laughs> so the, he's goes he goes to go in the ground absolutely hammered been drinking since like nine o'clock in the morning just steaming drunk and yeah. he says it was taking him ages to get into the ground they was like you know they was doing loads of checks and stuff and when he he said it felt like it was so long when I got in I thought the the kickoff for the first half was the kickoff for the second uh, uh, second half so right. so so he said when the when the whistle went for half time I thought that was final whistle and he said I thought we'd lost two nil so Whoa. he went he went he, he went back he got a cab back to the to the uh, station and he was. You are joking. No. You left. You didn't realise no one else was leaving the stadium. That's what they were saying to him. He was going. He, did, he said, "I probably, I thought that was all being held in. I just managed to escape yeah. before everyone else came out." Oh my! What? <laughs> I mean, you can't top that, can you? For I gotta absolutely. be honest, mate. This is sounding like a blatant excuse for running away at halftime. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> big, <yeah. laughs> that that sounds like a. Oh my god! I got back and realised we won, and now I'm making an excuse. Oh yeah, I'm so yeah, drunk. Yeah. It's your record. It's got me a Can you imagine there. going all that way though? No. <laughs> oh dear. I. Yeah. No. That's that's madness to me. At, I, at least my um... one was the group stage one, mate. At least it was. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And at least, at least at that stage, we thought we were getting knocked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if we end up yeah. doing winning it, I could tell the grandkids it'd be even more relevant. Oh, this is so mad. And there's this really weird thing where you know we got past Man City. Uh, you know, we played well in those games, um, but we got past Man City with that VAR decision, which was kind of the dying moments of that. Mm-hmm. Then we get past Ajax with that goal. And you start to get that thing in your head, like, yeah. damn, maybe this is our year. And that yeah. is so dangerous. I know. <laughs> have, you, have you seen there's something yeah. that I hate it yeah. with that you chop the date round? Yeah, I've no, seen that. Don't stop do it. doing that. No, no. Uh, we're going to have to say it now we've mentioned it. Sorry, yeah, mate. So, so basically, 1st of June 2019, you flip it around, and that's 1961. 1961. And people are like, "Yay, it's a sign!" No, it's not. It's no. a quinky dink. <laughs> yes, that's all it is. It will be. Um, it, will, it will be a sign if we win it. <laughs> if we win it, then yes, it was ordained by the Lord above. But well, it, bit old Bill Nick's up there, like making sure it yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fighting Shankly. <laughs> My money's on Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, man. So one of the things I want to do on the show today is just throw it open to people um, with their sort of points of discussion. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over to our Facebook page. And now it's time for your comments directly from our Facebook page. Right then, you ready for this? Let's go, mate. Let's see what we got. Right, I've not read these yet. There, there's 14, I think. Um, I guarantee you, having watched the press the last few days, there's going to be a Gareth Bale question in here. Yeah, bring it on. Not read it, but I guarantee it. Okay, the first one is from Matthew Fleming. Hi, Matthew. Um, how can the squad best prepare for the Champions League final, and what would be your ideal starting eleven? Ooh, assuming everybody's match fit. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, maybe um, maybe we should have looked at the question before we we we, we started recording. Yeah, <laughs> what well, what do I think is the best best way to prepare? Um, I don't know. Uh, rest. <laughs> um, pro- probably 
if you're Harry Kane in one of those oxygen chambers trying to get fit, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think the squad looked dead towards the end of the season. So I know Mauricio gave them all a couple of days off. Um, I know that they then said they were just going to go back to training. I'm guessing it's not going to be anything insane because... You know, the last thing you want to do is have someone pull up injured in training. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It, I mean, I guess it's going to be heavy tactical, isn't it? I mean, you've literally got weeks to prepare for one game against one team that we know very, very well. Yeah. So you're going to be watching videos. You know, every single player there is going to be looking at their opposite number and just studying what they do. Uh, you know, if it was me, I'd have my fullbacks looking at every single video of clip show of every time Salah does he cut in on his left does he cut in on his right what does he do so that way when the game starts you're you've got it in your head okay he's running at me he's going to do this you know you, you know, know more I mean? than he does what he'll do <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i but i'm an obsessive bastard with stuff like that even when i was a kid and i was playing rugby i used to study and work out my opposite numbers so i'd go and watch them i was a real ordinary git as well if if they were better than me, I'd just fight them. But that's rugby. Um, so, uh, starting eleven. I mean, you got to start with Hugo Lloris. I think we can both agree there. Yeah, definitely Lloris, hundred percent. Yeah, and then um, centre backs. I think I think go just go with the two. Go with Toby uh, and Yan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, assuming Yan's fit, of course. Uh, but the guy says here the assumption is everyone fit. So yeah, Toby and Yan. I think the left back is Danny Rose. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yep. And I think right back, it's got to be anybody. But yeah, uh, we go with Trippier, shall we? I don't know. I I, uh, I can't. I, I, <laughs> he just drove me insane this season. I'd start Walker Peters, but that's just yeah. me. But yeah, you're yeah. probably right, Trippier. Um, and then and then sort of two. Uh, so go four, two, three, one. Yeah. Um. I think. I mean, Wink. I take it Winks is going to be. Uh, out now for the for the well well Matthew here has said assume everyone is fit right okay so if if it was since Asoko hundred percent hundred percent if them two are fit hundred percent them two yep yep and then Ericsson Delhi Sun and Kane up yep. top yep yep I hundred percent agree yeah, yeah. I, I mean like you know obviously after the last game you you kind of trying to think if you can squeeze more in but. I just yeah. think when you've got that Fab Four and if they're all fit, then you've got to go with them, haven't you? Yeah, and you and you got Lucas to come on. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know. You've got some... Because that's the problem we've had uh, in the last few weeks. We haven't had anyone attacking to bring on, have we? We've had no, <laughs> no. literally no one. I think the, be- the best the best option is Skip, I think, for, for an attacking yeah. option. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, it has been absolute madness. But there you go, Matthew, that's our view. Um, do, you, do you know, Sam, before you do... Sorry, before you do go on yeah. to the next question, uh, talking about preparation, what what do you make of the um, the fact that even though we're the assigned home team, we've been given the away dressing room? I didn't know that. Didn't you know that? No, I think it's that? outrageous because what they've what they've we're the assigned home team, but yeah. they've they've looked at the travel and where the where the fans are coming from, and I'm thinking, well, we're both coming from England, so like, What's I don't that understand. Got to do with the dressing yeah. rooms? so basically, they because we're gonna we've been assigned the north end of the pitch, and they've been yeah. a, or the south end. One that we've been assigned one end of the pitch, and because of that, we've then got to have that dressing room that's associated with that end. So we've been given the away dressing room, even though we're the assigned home team. Well, that's horseshit. It's unbelievable, isn't it? But it's true. It's on the it's on the UEFA site, mate. It's it's it's, it's a. No, it's, it's... Well, I don't know why that is, but um, to be honest with you, I don't care. Um, I I think the more that can aggravate our team and make them feel aggrieved, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you let... you want you want a cold you want a cold hard dressing room yeah. where you can just like focus one hundred percent on the game, yeah. don't you? That's what you yeah, want. Let, so let, let them have all the mod cons. Um. I, I'd like us to play the final in green. I know we're not going to, but oh yeah, me too. Considering yeah. the last, you know, the last two times it, that green kit kind of it's one of those things you kind of start to feel like perhaps it's you know meant to be, but uh, no, it won't happen. Um, Alkesh Patel says we don't need bail. I knew his name would come up. <laughs> We need clarity in our transfer policy. Who is deciding what we need? And finally, who is directing the whole ethos or style and play top the youth? Um, who is the top of the first team? Do we have a director, technical football person who can tell us how we are going to develop the club? Um, this is a really long thing. I mean, I can 
I can answer some of this. Um, Tottenham have a transfer committee. Um, the transfer committee is made up of Daniel Levy, Mauricio, John McDermott, Steve Hitchin. So Steve Hitchin's the basically head of recruitment of all the scouts. Uh, John McDermott's the head of the academy. Mauricio, you should all know. He's the manager <laughs> and Daniel Levy's the guy who sanctions the money. They will look at everything together. John will look at the players that Steve's looked at and basically say, yeah, that improves on what we've got available in the academy. Or at times, he will argue and say, why are we signing him? We have this person, this person. You don't need to sign him. And Mauricio obviously gets the final say, which was part of when he signed his new contract and became manager, not head coach. So... The the key thing to know in all of that is Mauricio gets the final say and we don't have a director of football. So he when we haven't signed people the last two windows, the common belief has been that we've just not looked. We have, but Mauricio hasn't wanted to sign the players that have been put to him mm. or we've not been able to fund the deals for the ones he does want. So that's that's the kind of the key difference and I think there is a meeting everybody knows is going to happen once the Champions League final is done when Richo's going to meet Daniel Levy he's talked about it quite openly and that discussion is going to be along the lines of you know I've just hopefully won the Champions League <laughs> but if you want us to kick on from here I need you to open we need to do things differently and if Daniel says I'm sorry that's not how we're going to operate then it could be a case that Richo moves on if, however, he isn't, you know, mad and does say, "Yeah, you're right, let's do it," then they'll they'll change the way they approach looking at players. The thing is, at the moment, is every player we look at, we're kind of looking at option A and option B. So Mauricio would say, uh, "This is just plucking a name out of the air. I want to sign Zaha from Crystal Palace." So the scouting team will work on that, the profile, put all the information together, but then we'll look for alternatives as well. So they'll then sit down in the transfer committee on the lines of, okay, to get a deal for Zaha is going to cost us 80 million. Mm. Or we can get this plucky young player called Nobody from French League One. And he has all the similar profile and stats, but he's only 19 and he'll only cost us this. At this point, you'll see Daniel Levy look up like, hey, sounds like a bargain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And... Mauricio will go sort off get me Zaha <laughs> now yeah. in the past we've signed those players as we all know it's not worked there there isn't there I don't think I can think of an example where it's worked so that's why the last two winners we've signed nobody because Mauricio now has that manager title where he can go nope not signing them mm. it's not worked in the past it's not going to work this time you get me target a or we don't sign anyone mm. and and that's where we're at so uh, that's not changed. That's staying the same. The only way that changes, obviously, if Mauricio decides to leave, which we won't know till after the Champions League final. There you go. I answered that. I knew that. <laughs> and you know, with with Bow as well, I know it's obviously all, a lot of it's paper talk at the moment, and I don't know whether whether it's, it ever will be realistic. But I genuinely, I, I know I pitched him when he met Spurs. I'd, I'd still love to see him at Spurs again. Love to. God no, not for not me. for you. No, no. Not How so. come? Um, we got through the Champions League final. All of our past players pretty much congratulated us. Gareth said nothing. We had a load of players come back for the final game at the lane. He didn't bother. Didn't bother saying anything. Didn't care. He cares nothing for us. If he talk about him coming home, that'd be him going back to Southampton. Yeah, sure. We were a, we were a stepping stone, and he left us and forgot us. So I don't get the attachment to him, to be honest with you. I, I still think he's a great football player, but no, that's the past. Move on. Find yeah, no, somebody I, new. Yeah, I, I, get the, I get the attachment issue, Sam. I do get that. But from just the perspective of having a player of his quality in our squad, I think definitely yes for me. No, not for me. Um, <laughs> okay. The next one is Matt Hope says, thoughts on the season as a whole. Uh, go on, Emma. What do you think? Thoughts on the season as a whole, which is not over, not over yet. Well, it, look, it, it, it was always going to be a difficult season. It was always going to be a difficult season. I've spoke, you know, I spoke to I spoke about it earlier. You know, we did we didn't sign anybody. Nope. We had uh, the majority of the season at Wembley. You know, it was always going to be a difficult season. And to be honest, we have really 
we've just fallen flat the last few weeks. I mean, it's, it's relegation form the way we've been playing the last few weeks. I mean, if we hadn't built up so many points in the first sort of three quarters, then we'd be nowhere yeah. near the top four. But we, no. but 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 we did, but we did do so well in the first three quarters, which has allowed us to taper off and still qualify. So, you know, if, if you if you look at the season as a whole. You know, there's been some real disappointments towards the end, but then there's been some massive, ridiculously high moments, i.e., the Champions League yeah. final, and also Champions League qualification again for the fourth season in a row. And yeah. you, you know, you, you look at, um, you know, I, I was at the game at the Everton game, obviously, and uh, you know, if if, if uh, Arsenal had draw had beaten Brighton, then that game would have been so stressful to go to, but as it turned out, it wasn't, you know, so we, we, we was kind of relying on, on other results to get to that kind of comfortable place, but, you know, that is what it is, you know, that, that, yeah. that there, there's, you could look at the Arsenal game when Hugo Lloris saved that penalty uh, from Aubameyang to yeah, keep massive. it 1-1, that, that two points would have meant they'd finish above us, so you can always look at different parts of the season, but, you know, what you've what, ultimately what you've got to look at is, is the result, is the end of it, and at the end of it, we've, we're in the top four, and in three weeks' time, we go to Madrid. So you've got to say it's been a good season. I think when it comes to cups, there's a lot of luck involved to a certain extent. Um, when it comes to the leagues, where you finish is where you deserve to finish. Yeah, absolutely. In, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. So, so yeah. Uh, the next one is from Marty Ost. Now I'm going to put this one to you. Okay, it's quite a quite a, a real thinker. This one. Okay. Go on. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, if you were on a beach queuing at an ice cream stand... Oh, well, I like this is going. Wait, wait, wait. This, on, is, this is a real thinker. You've got to pay attention. Okay. And if out the corner of your eye you saw Pierce Morgan drowning, but also <laughs> troops from Arsenal Fan TV drowning, do you think you'd get a lolly or a 99? <laughs> I'd definitely go for a 99. Yeah, And then just too. casually yeah. walk back to my hotel room, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too. Me too. Definitely a 99. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, funny enough, funny for, enough, I know this is a... Marty. Yeah, that's brilliant. I I know this is obviously you know this is a, f- a football podcast, but just on the subject of Piers Morgan, he's I just don't think he's particularly bright. I, th- I think that's his problem. You know, you, yeah. you look at um, you you look at that for example that horrible Katie Hopkins who's just devoid oh, of a personality yeah. and any charm who kind of has similar views to him. And he, although he's although he's not like he's not charmless, he does have charm, which is why why he's on television every morning. And you know, there's there's got to be something about you for you to be to be able to yeah. you know. I just don't think he's that bright. And then, but and if you look on social media, um, a lot of his arguments, he, it, when he he just gets he just gets pr- proven wrong, and all the time, you know, he he'll make an argument back like when you see him argue with Gary Lineker, and you're just like, you're embarrassing yourself, mate. Yeah. Just quit. <laughs> you know what the I mean? the quit. thing is, is unfortunately due to social media, and I do think it's social media and the internet, people can be famous for being wrong now. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. So you don't have to be smart. You don't have to be educated in your field. You just have to be able to shout loud. And yeah. if you shout loud and people sh- like what you're shouting, regardless of the facts of the matter, mm. you can gain notoriety. At the end of the day, that guy hacked people's phones. Yeah, um, of course. And it... gave gave parents of a dead child hope that their daughter was still alive because the phone activated. Yeah, and that was yeah. him. He yeah. sanctioned that, and I'll never mm. ever forget it. Forget anything no. else. That for me just makes him a sick bastard. Yeah, absolutely. And he deserves to be in jail. But of course, when you got enough money, you don't go to jail. No, you of course. Your, you get your own TV show. Yeah, uh, he, he was putting he put on Twitter recently. I don't, you, I don't follow him, but I see the arguments. And I think Marks and Spencers had put a sandwich, um, mm. and made a sandwich which is LGBT. Uh, so it's, it, it was basically using the, the uh, yeah, bacon, yeah. lettuce, tomato, and adding and adding something. And then he came back and said, "Well, where's the straight white male sandwich?" And you're like, "Mate, you just you do not get it, do you? You know, you do yes. not get it. What 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 what, what, what a straight white man ever had to? What, you know, what 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 problems he ever had to face well, in life? What discriminations he ever, ever had to face in life? You know, that's a, that's a sausage sandwich, surely? <laughs> yeah, easy. or a gammon sandwich? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's wrong with him? Come on, that's, that's easy, solved. Oh, um, but anyway, let's, anyway, let's not waste any more time on that oxygen thief. <laughs> Um, Simon Whiteman says, "Sorry, I've been too lazy to check, but how are our loan players getting on? Particularly Shashua, who I say as Shashua because it's funny, and Edwards. Do you see them being involved next season or moved on?" Well, Simon, <laughs> sit back, my friend. Here comes the lecture. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> the I like Shashua, even though I say his name stupidly because it makes me laugh. Um, 
He is a very, very good player, very talented, and I think he will definitely be involved with the summer tour and will have that opportunity to impress, like Mason and Kane did years ago, like Luke Amos did last year. Uh, speaking of Luke Amos, he's back in training. Uh, oh, cool. Poor, poor kid, horrible, horrible injury this season. Um, could make the Champions League final. We'll wait and see. No, <laughs> um, he played. He played. He, I remember because he played some of the pre-season friendlies, didn't he? Yeah, for us, and it yeah. looked like he might break through this season until he got that injury. He, he would have done, mate. I mean, he started yeah. the season in the squad. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's such a shame. But hopefully, pre-season recovery, he'll get another chance at the summer tour to impress again. Um, Edwards is a difficult one because he has been phenomenal since Christmas. He has worked hard. The coaches out there have said he's been great. His dedication's improved. It's like something's clicked. You know, mm. it's like this is being a professional. If he comes back to Hotspur Way and that continues, I see him having a future with us. If he comes back and unfortunately perhaps being back at the old stomping ground, you're into your old habits then he'll be moved on. Uh, it'd be a terrible, terrible shame because that kid has the ability to change a game. Mm. He came off the bench at the weekend and his team were losing 4-2. Uh, he got an assist within two minutes and they went on the win 5-3. Wow. Uh, sorry, sorry, 5-4. Yeah, great math, Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were losing 4-2, but they won 5-3. Work that one out. Um, one of them got scrubbed off. <laughs> yeah, VAR. VAR. <laughs> Yeah, so he has the ability to come on and change a game, and we need that. Every club is looking for that. Every club's looking to spend like a hundred million to get a player that can do that. Mm. If you get him working right and you get him minutes in England, he will. He he has all the chance, all the ability to be that for us. I there isn't a manager in the league better at developing a player than Mauricio Pochettino, but that player has to be all in. Yes. He can't half-ass it like he did last time. Mm. If he comes back and he's there and he says to him, I'm ready, let's do it, you know, I'll listen, then I truly believe he could be special for us still. Uh, just, it's on him. It's all on him. Um, mm. The few others, uh, Anthony Giorgio is on an amazing loan. Um, I love for him to get a chance. Uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers has had rave reviews um, for a, another season in the Championship. I, I'm honestly not sure. Um, a lot of clubs are after him. I mean, the sort of figure people are throwing around for him is like 10 to 15 million to sign him. Uh, Josh Onoma around the same. Uh, I got a feeling both of those could move on. But a lot of it is going to greatly depend on our result on the 1st of June. And it's going to greatly depend on that meeting between the owner and Mauricio and what happens next. Because I think if we're allowed to sign players of X quality, then the squad's going to get shrunk. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of the players around the fringe are going to go. If, however, we are still working under restrictions, whoever is in charge will probably still need these kind of players to make up the numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, I, I know a couple of other players are out on loan, but I don't see them hanging around. Like Shane Harrison's had a good time in Australia, but uh, I mean, his contract's up, so I, I can't see him staying on. I know Connor or Gilvey is the same. Um, I think they'll be moving on as well. But yeah, Simon, thank you. I will. I, we will have a look at them when they all return, and maybe I'll try and do a thing on the fiftieth show, uh, just as like a summary. Uh, Trevor Ritchie, what kit do you think we'll be wearing in the final? And if fit, will Kane start the final? I think if he's fit, he always starts. 100%, yeah. Um, what kit? I'd like us to wear green, but I think we're in white. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. Jason Smithy Smith says, why is there so much garlic in the butternut squash? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Good question, that. <laughs> Good question. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate you getting in touch. Uh, Julie. Hello, Julie, whose surname I can't say. Suji1. Suji1. S-U-J-E-E-W-O-N. How would you say that? Suji1. Suji1, yeah. Julie, I'm sorry. I'm from Bristol. I can barely say my own name, and it's Jones. Um, who's top of your transfer wish list? Good question. Go on, Matt. Who's top? Who's top of your wish list? If you say Bale, I'm cutting you off. 
No, do you know this is going to be really <laughs> this is going to be really predictable? But yeah. I, I just I, I'm sorry, I just would love to see Zaha at the club. Yes, like even yes. that last game of the season against Bournemouth, he he won it, you know. And yeah. I just I watched it. I watched the game, the highlights of the game. I'm like, I just want this guy at Spurs. Please be wearing a Spurs shirt next season. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, uh, no, it's difficult to look past him. Uh, mm. it, because you said him, uh, I probably would have said him if you didn't. I'm going to go delight from Ajax if we're going to lose Toby that's who I want to bring in yeah yeah because uh, wow what a player yeah, fantastic um, yeah and I can make all my delightful jokes all the time can you imagine uh, all those tabloid newspapers they'll be like oh my god we've got about 20 different t- uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> titles now for, for stories yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be over the moon for them yeah puntastic fantastic <laughs> Liam Hickey says will we do our transfer business early this year and can we now attract broadcast players? I think yes, we can. Um, our wage structure is uh, of a good level now. Um, the facilities, the stadium, and everything's world class. Making the Champions League final, I think, put down a marker to players all around the world that were a club that's not just qualifying for the Champions League. We're there to compete, mm-hmm. uh, which is important. Um, do uh, will we do our business early? Um, I've read about an hour before we, we've gone to record that the club have basically said that nothing is going to happen until after the Champions League final. The window's opening, but they're saying, look, nothing. Because every player here needs to be focused on the final, not focused on their agent saying, oh, I've just been told Tottenham are trying to sign a replacement for you. Or, you know, vice versa, players who are possibly looking to leave talking to other clubs the focus yeah. 100% closed doors nothing's going to happen the the one story that came out yesterday and then every paper grabbed it and I think I mentioned it in our chat a day earlier because it's something I was told from someone I rely on is we are very close to Ryan Sessegnon from Fulham um, that appears to be a genuine thing what that means in terms of whether we'll get the deal over the line quickly, of course, is another matter. Because last year, Jack Grealish was ready to sign for us and everything was happy and we just never bothered. We left it thinking we'd get a better deal. Never happened. We can't so... We can't do it this We can't do it this season, mate. We can't. We, we, you know, Sessegnon is, a, is exact, exactly the kind of player we need and, and Grealish yeah. is exactly the kind of player yeah. we need as well. And look, I, I, I get it and I know we've had countless conversations about it I get it what Levy does you know he's, he doesn't want to get mugged off he's not willing to pay over the odds for players but I just think look at Liverpool for example I, I know they, they, they didn't win the league but you know they they, they won Man City oh, really mate, close they, they, yeah, yeah. but, but they, 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 they they looked at where they were weak i.e. the, the goalkeeper you know the centre back spent yeah. a fortune on these players and look what it did you know it, it, they it, they finished, I think it was 20 points behind Man City last year. Yeah. Look how much they've improved. Yeah. That's, that's, everybody, Daniel Levy and Mauricio are going to have this meeting. And if I was our manager, the first thing I would say to him is look at what Liverpool achieved by mm. spending the money. Now, any other season in the Premier League history, Liverpool are champions. Yeah. But right now, Man City are just ridiculous. Mm. So. Mm. But to close that gap, if you want us to compete, you genuinely want us to win trophies and kick on, this is what we need to do. So, quibbling £25 million for an 18-year-old in Ryan Sessegnon who will sign a five- or a six-year deal with us is nuts. That yeah. is That should yeah. be done, dusted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, he's, and, he's, and he's shown in the prem. I mean, I know Fulham got relegated, but he had a decent season. Yeah. Didn't he? he? He did, and there's a lot of people. I saw a lot of reaction to the links. Like, no, he's not up to it. I mean, these people are mental. Three goals, six assists in a team that was relegation fodder. Mm-hmm. Had three different managers. Played him out of position. So the first manager played him out of position. The second manager then moved him to three different positions. Then dropped him completely. Mm. And then the final manager in Scotty Parker started using him, but the kid was sort of done in. Um, yeah. So, he's 18. He turns 19, I think, this Sunday. So, the thoughts of writing him off based on a relegation charge season at that age 
it's madness to me. He's got all the ability in the world. Needs to be with us. And the thing is, you look at you look at his age as well. Because I mean, I was looking. Um, my my little boy is uh, Seb's really getting into football at the moment, and he's he's really kind of like if I mention a football player, we have to go on Wikipedia straight away and have a look at the the player's history. He's yeah. he he really. Uh, I, I can I can I tell you our two of this story of the podcast actually. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah, go on. Um, he he watches the iPad for an hour um, uh, before, so he goes to bed. He watches his iPad for an hour, and then he would take yeah. it off him. That's when he goes to sleep. So my, my my wife went into his bedroom the other night, and he was he looked really sheepish and embarrassed, and he was hiding his iPad. Oh god! And she said, what, what? "Bearing in mind he's only seven as well." Oh, I know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> in a few years' time, don't let your wife go in. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he's got really embarrassed. And he's like, "What? Let me look at your iPad." He was like, "No, no, please, no, no." She's like, "Look." Seb, just let me have a look at your iPad. So, so she had a look at it. She opened, she turned it on, and it was like a, a, a bikini-clad woman. Yeah. And, it, and he said, "Look, Mum, the reason why this has happened." He said, "Because you know, you know, on Google, you get the Google voice recognition. So if you yeah. if you want to Google something, you can just say it." Yeah. He, yeah. he wanted to find out about Deli Ali, so he said Deli Ali's life, but it came yeah. up as Deli Ali's wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> Completely oh, wow. panicked with yeah. all these pictures that have come up of, <laughs> of Deli Ali's oh, missus. <laughs> Bless him. Bless yeah. him. At, at that age, you can believe him. In about <laughs> like five years' time, not so much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Bless yeah. him. But, but the point I was making, so I, I was, we was looking up Harry Kane and... Um, you know, we looked up. He's, he's like, he had a few loans, didn't he, to to Leicester yep. and Millwall and that. Yep. And he 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 didn't play. If I'm, I might be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure it's 21 before he made his debut for us as yeah, a player. Yeah, you know? that still doesn't when he kicked on. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. you look at you look at Sessegnon, who's 18, who's had a full season in the Premier League. Who you know, the, the kid mm. the kids. Yeah, take a pun, even if like you know, I I, I think it's your your madness not to sign him now. You, it is real madness, I think. Yeah, agreed. No, I completely agree. Um, Joshua, oh, hang on, there's another surname I'm going to butcher. Joshua Fenstermaker says, "Who's your t- who's your favourite top fan?" Now, if people are wondering what this is on Facebook, now you have top contributors, like people who comment a lot on the page, get almost titles. Um, who's my top? I don't know, actually. I don't pay a lot of attention to that, but I will take a look, Joshua. But for now, it's you. It's you, you asked the question. Well done. <laughs> you, you top, top fella, you. You um, currently hold the trophy. Yeah. But, oh, hang on. Paul Matthews replied saying, I like this. So now, Paul, Paul, you're the new top fan. Well done. You liked it. Well done, Paul. Um, Barry Fowles says, Champions League final start in 11. We've done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's likely to leave this summer? Uh, transfer rumours. Well, we've kind of addressed that. If you're going to pick one player you think's most likely to leave this summer, who do you think? As much as I hate to see it, say it, I think Toby. Yeah, so... Mm. His uh, very carefully worded tweet after the last game, I think, sealed it for me. Mm. Any hope I had left um, vanished very quickly when I read that. And the final question is from Mark Olfert, who says, Bale coming back, yay or nay? We've covered that, haven't we? Ooh, it's a yay and a nay from yeah, us too, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a very mixed response. Um, yeah, move on. <laughs> um <laughs> So if you had a choice between Bale and Zaha, who would you go for? Oh, Zaha. Zaha every time. Look, I I, I, um, I get, Sam, I completely get what you're saying. That fact that, you know, he this kind of notion that, he, you know, we're home for him is, is rubbish. Like, you know, yeah. he's not, this isn't his home. No. I just, for me, it's more it's more my own personal sentiment. I mean, like, I, um, funny enough, uh, I was... Uh, showing Seb some videos of some of his goals yesterday on YouTube, yeah. and uh, I told him I'd, I'd met him. Like he said, "Have you really?" And I, I showed him a picture because when he when he was eighteen, yeah. uh, it was it, it was. Do you remember that that one day Ramos season where he where he'd won the League Cup the year before, and yeah. then he we it was him, wasn't it? Where we like lost six yeah, and drew we two of our first eight awful. games. Yeah, yeah. But that 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 um, preseason. We we played at we played at uh, a Spanish club and we won five 0 and I saw a few of the players coming out and Bell was one of them and and you know he was like yeah happy to have a picture like looked like a built like a brick shit house like absolutely mm-hmm. like like veins popping out his muscles and I was thinking he looks a really odd eighteen year old but yeah. you could you could see then that you know this guy was focused like you know so it's yeah. no surprise where he is now but I, I just like yeah from my own sort of sentimental point of view like you know he did so much for us and it, you know it it was. 
kind of if it wasn't for him we we wouldn't have I mean I know it, it links in with your favourite manager AVB but if it wasn't for him I don't I don't think we would have even qualified for the Europa like I felt like he was part of us progressing like you know going going up the yeah. it started off as um it started off with uh Dutch guy uh Martin Yol and it's kind of progressed to where we are now and yeah I just I've got obviously great memories great great goals like the West Ham one where he just fell over picked, picked himself up and put it in the top corner and things like that and yeah. I, so from that point of view I'd, I'd, I would love to see him back in a Spurs shirt but mm-hmm. but yeah I mean like he's, he's quite injury prone he's you know he's kind of I don't know if we'd be able to afford him because you know how much he is yeah. but whereas with Zaha I know, I know he, tr- I know he tried his luck at Man United, and that didn't work. But I yeah, feel he was, like he was a lot younger. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He was a lot younger, and you just got to watch. You just got to watch Palace play, and the guy just runs it, you know. And well, he deserves to have another crack at the Champions League. He does. He he, yeah, another crack. He does. I, he deserves to be in the Champions League, and he's obviously, and no disrespect to Palace, but he's not going to get nowhere no. near it with Palace. Is no, he? no, and and I mean it with no disrespect either, because I hate it when teams talk about other, you know players and stuff like that. I think yeah. that's really awful but I, I'd love to see him at us and I, I think because um, Palace I don't dislike Palace uh, I, I really don't so um, you know I'd, I'd even let him keep wan Saka on loan for a year you know if we sign him <laughs> no, just, uh, I can see what his Palace fans just, ears yeah, pricking up when you said yeah, that yeah <laughs> just, just raiding Palace this summer please they're right back and Zaha and, and, do and also me. they can have Trippier if they like you know we, we, we'll sort them out a couple of players you know, if they want Wanyama we'll let them have him do you know what yeah I'm feeling generous yeah they can have Trippier I'll, I'll even give them 50p you know just to take him <laughs> and Sir Jorier look we take one right back and you get two that's, oh, you a, know, that's a bargain <laughs> do you know you've just reminded me of something now you know uh, yeah. I'm glad you said Sir Jorier because uh, it's something that's I was, rare yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a bit of a t- it's a bit of a, a tenuous link to what I was going to talk about. But um, I was watching BT Sport this morning, and uh, yeah. they had a uh, they 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 show replays, don't they, of some of the FA Cup games this season? Oh yeah, yeah. and there was the uh, Tottenham Tranmere one. You know, where I think <laughs> Aurier scored a couple, didn't he? I think he yeah, a couple yeah, in that game. madness. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just after seeing Mike Dean go completely crackers when Tranmere uh, won that game. Yep. And realising how much of a die-hard, die-hard Tramia fan he is. Yep. And then connecting the fact that we walloped him 7-0. And then looking at how he's treated us this season. Yeah. Hey, there's links there, aren't there? Yeah, he's just an asshole. I, I hate that bloke. Genuinely. I, If I was going to a... It's almost worth, worth finding out Tramia's season next year. Finding out when he's going to be there and being an opposition fan just yeah. to throw piss at him or something. I just hate the guy. Yeah, there's but, very few people that wind me up that much. Him and Sol Campbell. Yeah, I was, I was just <laughs> about to say about to it. you. I was about to say to you, Sam. If Tranmere play Macclesfield, who who are you going to want to lose more? <laughs> I, I uh, Macclesfield. <laughs> not, it's not even close, not even really. Close. Actually, yeah. Um, I, I do just want to say a, a special shout out to Chrissy Hewton who lost his oh, job this mate. week. That's unbelievable. Um, results weren't great for Brighton the second half of the season, but he kept them up by. Uh, I find it a bit maddening that he lost his job, um, but I just want to say a big thank you to him because their result against the scum basically took us to the Champions League without yep. that horrible last day. So big thank you to Chrissy Hewton. Uh, hopefully he lands on his feet soon, gets another job. Uh, hopefully it's with a club that are going to stick with him as well because it's clear he's he's a talented coach and manager. Um, mate, I think it's time because you know I've been talking long enough that we give the people what they want, and what people want is match stats. And now it's time for Matt's stats on the Spurs News podcast. Here to, I'm here to bring to the people what they want, Sam. That's that's what I'm here for. That's what I was born for, you know. <laughs> well, you know, on. you know what I thought I'd, I'd I'd talk about. I mean, it can only be about one player, can't it? And that yep. has to be Lucas Moore. I mean, just yeah, incredible what what he did uh, in in that semi final. And yep. you know, we we talked about you know possibly him not starting 
okay, in the final. But you know, let's hope he comes on in the second half and scores a winner, and then we could even love him even more. You know, <laughs> but I, I look, I looked him up, and because um, I, I, I do know, he, obviously, most of us know he come from PSG. But I thought I'd just look into his history, like you know where he came from, how, he, how yeah. he's got to where he is now. So he, he was born Lucas Rodriguez Mora da Silva nice. on the thirteenth of August, nineteen ninety two, uh, and he. Um, he he went to this 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 school that had a name similar to the uh, Brazilian player called Marcelinho. I don't know if you've heard of him, but I when researching him, I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole because there's more than one Marcelinho apparently. Because <laughs> I was thinking he doesn't sound very familiar, <laughs> so I started off by googling this guy called Marcelinho Marcelino dos Santos, who I thought was the the Marcelinho that that um, Lucas Moura was um, was was named after. But yeah. the, the first guy I looked at, he he was famous for playing for Hertha Berlin in the early part of the noughties, 01 to 05. But this guy's meant like he's not even the right one. But I just thought I talk about him because he's mental. Right? The guy's 43 and he's still playing, and he's playing for this Brazilian guy, Brazilian team called Treze, and it's his 25th move of his career. Wow, he's made it's made 25. Like what player moves 25 times? It's insane, like a isn't it? Player <laughs> whose agent is his brother or something. It's just pointing it in. Absolutely. Yeah. But the actual um, Marcelinho, he was was named after his one called Marcelinho Car- Carioca, which I might be butchering that name. But yeah. he he was uh, really famous for playing for the Corinthians. He scored like over 200 goals. This guy's made 12 moves in his career, which is when he before he retired, which is quite still quite a lot. But he was known as. Um, and again, I'm butchering, probably butchering the way this is pronounced, but he's, he was known as the Ped de Angle, which is the angel foot. That's what he was named as. Yeah. And I was thinking that's quite apt for uh, for Lucas to be named after him because that was definitely the angel foot that put that ball in the back of the net in Ajax, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is, yeah. Was but, for me, anyway. Yeah, so absolutely. But he, um, so he made his de- he made his debut with Sao Paulo in 2010, and he actually asked people not to name him after that Marcelino because he wanted to make his own name for himself which he's, which he's doing now but he started off first the first season at Sao Paulo he, he uh, played 25 games 4 goals 4 assists and then the season after 28 games 9 goals 4 assists so he, he kind of got his, his name out and that's where PSG came in and they actually bought him for 38 million in 2012 yeah, yeah, which yeah, when you think nowadays it's, that's probably you're probably looking at about 50 if you convert that to today's yeah, figure isn't it yeah it was, it was a big signing at the time yeah huge signing yeah I, I wasn't aware of it he he, he played, ended up playing 230 uh, sorry yeah 230 appearances he made for PSG that's in the league and the cup and everything like that has scored yeah. 46 goals and again this is something that probably most Spurs fans are aware of when we signed him in January 2018 he was really uh, down the pecking order at yeah, uh, PSG time, yeah. he had uh, he had uh, Arsenal's current manager didn't he as his his um, Yep, as his Unai. manager, and we've got Unai to thank, haven't we, for, for giving yeah, him to he us? Sold him to us. Yeah. Yep, fantastic. But he, when I, when I was looking at the stats, so he only played six times in that that kind of period between August and and January before we bought him. But the season before that, he played. He had he made fifty three appearances and scored nineteen goals, which isn't bad. So no, I, he, I, I appreciate they signed. They just they signed Neymar that season, didn't they? Was that the season or the season before? Because I know he, yeah, there was Neymar lot... was the season before, and they were like best friends, like ridiculously close. Yeah. Um. Because when he left, Neymar did this massive heartfelt, you know, how gutted he was. Mm. Um. And then when he scored the hat trick, Neymar again took the Instagram, did this little massive long post about how pleased he was for him. Um, yeah. You know, if Neymar wants to come over and play in London, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when we're looking at who we'd like to sign, maybe we should have looked a bit further than Zaha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think it would involve us remortgaging the stadium twice <laughs> over. But yeah, bring it on. Come, I think I think over. what we what we spent on the stadium, we'd have to spend that on his week on his weekly wages, wouldn't we? I pretty think pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it would appear it does take the income of an entire country to to fund a deal like that. <laughs> Insane! Out, just out of interest, are they what are they pay? They sound like six hundred thousand pound a week is getting paid, isn't it? I, I try, I try not to overly think about it because I cry. <laughs> Quite unhappy too. Well, it basically means that in a week he will probably accumulate more wealth than I'm going to in my life. Oh, it's insane, isn't it? Absolutely insane. Yeah. That's yeah, so insane. there you go. You carry on your match stats. If you hear yeah, let's go. Let's, let's... Win it, <laughs> you'll know why. Let's think of our happy tears that we yeah, had after happy, the Ajax happy game. Tears. Yeah. Happy tears. Yeah. So we signed him in January 2018 for 25 million. Uh, yeah. So he's um, made 59 appearances now for us, 16 goals, 
Uh, ten of them in the league, one in the FA Cup, and uh, he scored five Champions League goals. I was racking my brain to think of some of them. I just like you know, well, but somewhere he's, he scored five Champions League goals. Like you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can think of two of them, but three just aren't coming to yep. mind at yeah. all. Yeah. Lost him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's as if the goals he scored have been inconsequential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh madness! Absolute awesome, madness. awesome. But he's uh, so he's made he's actually made forty eight appearances for us this season, which is oh, brilliant. higher yeah. than what I thought it was. Yeah. But obviously, when you include in all the Champions League games, because I was thinking with the Champions League, we've obviously there's six group games, and then we've had the the two Men Cities, the two Dortmunds, and the two Ajaxes. That's what yeah. another six. That's twelve. Like, that's a potential tw- uh, twelve there, isn't it? That you can play in. So yeah, yeah. So fif- uh, um, I say fifteen goals for us year in. Um, in, the, in 59, 16 goals in 59 appearances and uh, the last stat I thought I'd mention is uh, and again this might be something that a lot of Spurs, uh, Spurs fans are aware of after that um, game against Ajax the uh, French magazine, uh, newspaper L'Equipe L'Equipe yeah. yeah gave him a perfect 10 rating okay yes, and he's yeah. only the 10th player ever to re- receive a perfect 10 rating by by them so <laughs> What a what a guy! What a guy! Yeah, I, 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 and he seems a very genuine, humble person. He absolutely um, does. Very, very religious. Yep, he loves uh, God. Voted fascist in Brazil, but I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to brush past that. In fact, if he wins us the Champions League, I may consider fascism as the way. Yeah, to... yeah, exactly. We'll convert, shall we? Sam? But <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> there, there have been worse ideas, I'm sure. Maybe yeah. we, maybe we can do like an offshoot podcast, you know, including this one. And this <laughs> the Lucas More dedicated to... <laughs> the Lucas More of fascism podcast. There we go. Or even Probably... just do like a little, like a little. We can always put a little section in this podcast, can't we? You know, and it, it, it might we might lose a few uh, listeners, but. Uh, you know. Fascism Weekly, and I'm not talking about John Fashion here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think I'm the right person for that. We could ask Piers Morgan <laughs> if he could sponsor us and maybe, like, maybe guest oh, appearance. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, no. My brain's hurting now. Uh, see, if we were doing this on the phone, you might already be listening. But, uh, yeah. um, mate, is that it? Is that the match stats done? Yeah, that's done. And, and I just like, you know, looking at the stats, it, it did make me think because. You know, we, we we look at the, the fact that we've qualified for the Champions League again, the fourth season in a row. I just thought I'd put that in there. Yeah. But um, it it does mean that we are attracting these kind of players. You know, yeah. I, I I don't think Lucas Moore would have even given us a second thought if we were just a Europa League team. No. Uh, and and look, you know, he's 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 he's, 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 he's been up and down with his form, up and down with the seasons he's had, but he, he scores goals and. It's, it's no, it's no, it's no coincidence that you know if you look at how much he, he cost PSG to come to us, the thirty-eight million, the twenty-five. I mean, that what's that? That's over sixty million he's cost in just two two transfers. You know, so yeah. the the guys, the guys, the, the guys are an excellent football player, excellent Brazilian yeah. football player, and he's still relatively young as well. You know, he's, yeah, still, he's still relatively good, young. He's still got a good few years of us. He's just twenty-seven. And yeah, yeah, good player. Um, and big thank you to him because he's certainly in the history books for us now. Um, for so yeah, this is episode forty-nine, which means our next podcast is going to be episode fifty. Um, we are going to put that show out either next week or the week after. It'd be a kind of sum up of the season and a look ahead to the Champions League final. Hopefully, by then we'll have a clear idea who's fit, who's going to play, and just generally it'd be us getting really excited. It's the fiftieth episode, so we got a few little surprises in games and just us generally being stupid. Um, I don't know about you, man, but I think win or lose, we're going to have to put out a show after the final. Um, uh, win, it'd just be an hour of me and Matt just in crying, hyperactive <laughs> state of what does what does this mean now? What happens now? Oh my god! You know we've won. This it game completed. End. End. We've won. Champions. That's it. Done. Um, if we lose, uh, depending on how we lose, it could be a lot of anger. So that could be fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that's it then. That's it for the season. We won't be back then until um, till pre-season dates are all confirmed. We'll probably do a show talking fixtures and talking about stuff like that. But you will get a break from us. Wow. Oh, I wonder yeah, how maybe they are going to cope. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 100% they do, yeah. So um, check the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Spurs News. Uh, we'll be on that and we'll say when the next show is going to record. We'll put out a thing for anyone who wants to put any comments for the 50th show. If you'd like to have your comment uh, and you actually want to have you say your comment, then you can do a recording. Uh, I'll put that out on the Facebook page as well, uh, so you can actually have your voice played out to the masses for the 50th episode. But until that 50th episode, thank you all for listening, and we'll be back soon. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.